0: Welcome to Here's What You Do, an advice podcast from an optimist, a pessimist, and a nihilist who managed to start a company together. And even that decision took a few years. I'm Steven. I've been called an optimist, but I prefer passionate. Gross. I'm Ryan. I've been called a pessimist, but I prefer pragmatic. And I'm Shane. I've been called a nihilist, but I prefer existentially grounded. As always, we're going to be answering three questions submitted by you. Was that too creepy? No, it wasn't. That's great. Today's topics are
1: complicated hookups, religious disagreements, and how to drive in traffic. Mm.
0: (laughs) That's a varied
2: palette. By the way, if you want to subscribe to our video version of the show, you can go to our new channel, youtube.com slash podcasts. And if you want to submit questions for future episodes, you can submit them to hwidpod at gmail.com or on Patreon at patreon.com slash watcher.
0: That's right. You well, should. we've got a varied plate today, a panoply of rich, exciting questions, and we're going to give mm-hmm. you some hopefully good advice. Oh, like a um, bug on my couch. What? There's a bug there's on a... your couch? What is that? What kind of bug? Stink bug?
1: No, it looks like a little beetle almost. Like a stink bug? I I have no idea. Crawled into the couch cushion, so. (laughs) Do you know what a stink bug looks like? No, I don't think it was that. I think it's just one of those like, I don't know, I've seen them. I know what a bed bug looks like, so it's not a bed bug. It's it's way too, Mm. it looks like like a little June bug almost.
2: Alrighty, well Ryan, why don't you take it away with the first question?
1: Oh yeah, let's do it. This is an anonymous person from Patreon. Uh, This comes from uh, Eddie Murphy. I'd like to maintain (laughs) an air of mystery. (laughs) I'd like to maintain an air of mystery and stay anonymous. So if you use this question, can you please give me a sick ass name? Eddie Murphy. But here goes. Two years ago, my best friend and I hooked up with each other while we were both slightly tipsy. It was consensual and fun.
0: Tipsy hookup. Sorry, continue.
1: Yeah. Well, this is this is a callback almost to the last episode, but it just so happens that the people who are submitting to Patreon tend to be tipsy, and hey, they tend to hook up too. So Mm -hmm. uh, let's not judge. It was consensual and fun, but we both didn't talk about it for a couple of days because we felt pretty awkward. I finally brought it up, and we briefly discussed it, but that was it. Five months later, we hooked up two more times. (laughs) But we never talked about it after What? And now that friend has been in a relationship for about a year with somebody else who is now one of my good friends. I don't think it really impacted our year. Um, I don't think it really impacted our friendship because we're still best friends. But I also feel like we should maybe still talk about it. How could I possibly bring that up? Or should I even bring it up at all at this point? Hope, hope this makes sense, and I would love to hear what you guys think because I'm kinda at a loss. Well, Eddie Murphy, it seems that <laughs> is quite the pickle. Uh, huh, ha 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 ha. I am of the mind. This is going to be a quick bit of advice here. I think you have to eat it. Uh, you know, you you had your fun back in the day. Uh, You you messed around, it looks like, a couple times, once and then two times after that within a five-month period. But as they say, shit or get off the pot. And it seems like uh, if you wanted to do something with that person, you should have done it. And uh, the time has passed now. They're in a relationship, and it's seemingly a a happy relationship. And you bringing it up now would be... A, probably endanger your friendship and make it a a strange environment, and B, also endanger this possible relationship. So at this point, I think you just have to hold it in your memory bank, Mm. look at it fondly, and uh, move on.
2: Wait, uh, Ryan, just to clarify, does Eddie want to be with this person, or do they just want to inform them that... I, I think I'm finding it to be different the way I read it, so...
1: Maybe it seems like Eddie Murphy does not want to be with this person, but it does seem like Eddie Murphy wants to talk about it. Like, hey, remember those times we hooked up? But
0: to be honest, why do I you see. need to talk about that other than... Yeah. Here's the thing. Eddie is not admitting to Eddie that Eddie wants to be in a relationship with this person. That's what I'm getting.
1: That's also what I... Uh, my, my my diagnosis was also was also that because really there is no reason to bring that up at this point. Like, hey, remember that time we smooched? Oh, that was fun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, how Uh, about about that? Huh? How about that? You're smooching someone else now. Isn't that weird? We could be Mm. smooching now. No, I I was was joking. I was just joking. But but question,
2: question for you too is, uh, I think this person just feels really awkward around their now new good friend, which happens to be the partner of their other friend.
0: Why? Why should they feel awkward if this thing happened in the past? And yeah, it just sounds uh, like an awkward. I mean, the only reason it would be awkward if they were still invested in it in a, in the sense that they wanted something more to happen. Agreed.
1: Agreed. If it's only awkward if they still have some kind of lingering uh, feelings, but it seems like the feelings are hopefully gone. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. I don't know uh, what. And maybe they just move on because I don't know Ryan, what you, you get pick out of the conversation. Que- you
0: picked this question, right, Ryan? I did. Hmm.
1: I think I you know. just move on.
2: What, what about like when you say something really awkward to somebody and you think about it the next day and you don't bring it up? I mean, not, that's awkward moments are part of my life and thinking about them way far in the future is
1: pretty normal for me. I will say this. And I don't want you to take this the wrong way, Stephen. Oh, yes. Give me some advice. Here is what (laughs) I do. Sometimes you have to ask uh, if you're you're telling somebody something or confronting somebody about something for you or for them. Mm. Are you doing it so that you feel less guilty or you feel less Mm. awkward or are you doing it to better them and the relationship? Yes. And I feel like in this case what this person is doing is trying to shed their guilty conscience or make themselves feel better. And in their wake, they leave two people that are like, wait a second, you did that with them. It, it doesn't, it, I don't see how this helps all parties.
2: So sometimes you just got to eat it. What do you, what, what are we eating? I'm not familiar with this term eating. You got to eat uh, your, uh, your, your, your discomfort. Uh, you got to eat the,
0: d- yeah, the desire to make it more than what it currently is. I see. I see. Yeah. You gotta mm. microwave it and eat it. You're if, making if, me hungry.
2: By the way, I'll be right back. I'm gonna get some.
0: food. I have some almonds. I I always have some almonds on hand, and and they're the Smokehouse brand, so they get a little bit of flavor to them. And I like to munch yep. on these during the podcast. Are we sm- Are we sponsored by by Smokehouse? Yeah. To uh, to Ryan's point here, the uh, um, if you or this other person have not addressed it, that maybe it's for a good reason. Yeah. Maybe maybe it does not need addressing maybe it's best if you all just move on which I is agree. you know very difficult sometimes depending how invested you are um but by and large i don't like answering relationship questions uh which is why i never pick them <laughs> my <laughs> advice is this sounds like a mess step away <laughs> uh, it's I'm, even hmm. weirder
1: because he's friends uh, or it's even weirder because eddie murphy is friends mm. with both of the parties here he you know right this person's friends yeah. with both both the uh, both of them so mm. uh that makes it even stranger that you would bring it up
2: uh here's the thing what if one day the relationship parties disclose to each other this history with eddie right then you have an extremely awkward situation where eddie was like i could have uh, dealt with this earlier if we hadn't waited five years for you to find out that I hooked up with your uh, partner.
1: Also, I would say that in that case, the onus falls on the person in the relationship to disclose any of their past, not on Eddie Murphy here. Mm. He doesn't. This person does not have to come in white and white knight this conver- this uh, this relationship that has nothing to I do mean, with that person. Mm.
0: And if it's a healthy relationship, then eddie murphy's friend probably at some point would let their new partner know yeah history with eddie yeah and eddie's new partner is probably assesses it for what it is and knows whether it's a big deal or not and is probably maybe mature enough to realize well this was something that happened in the past whatever Mm -hmm. whatever Mhm. Yeah, you
1: usually discuss exes and stuff like that with the person you're with. Uh at some point in the relationship. So I would assume that's going to happen in this timeline at some point.
2: Okay, for sake of devil's advocate, because I do generally agree with you guys, it is not on the onus that I use that word, right? The onus is not, the on, on, it, is not on. The onus not on. It's not on the onus. Nope. of Eddie
1: Think of it like an apple that's balancing on word. Eddie Murphy's head. Yeah. That the apple the, the is apple the onus.
0: The apple is the onus. Put the apple on okay. someone.
1: Okay. The onus
2: is not on Eddie. It is not, no. It's not. Okay, great. The onus <laughs> slash apple. Thank you for giving not. me that uh, fun Michael Scott-esque advice. Um, yeah. It's not on Eddie, but just to play devil's advocate... What if they just feel super awkward hanging out with their friends every time, and if they could just be like, hey, uh, let's play it out, okay? What are these people's names, Ryan? Who's the person they hooked up with? What's that person's
1: name? That person's name is, uh, <laughs> the person's name is Adam Sandler. <laughs> okay. okay. And then the uh, partner, Adam's
2: partner? Chris Rock. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm Eddie. I'm Eddie. You're Chris yeah. Rock.
0: Okay. okay, so just, <laughs> just so. a quick, I want to do a quick roll call here to set the scene. Today we have Ryan Bergara as Eddie Murphy, me as Adam Sandler, and Stephen Lim as Chris Rock.
2: No, I'm Eddie Murphy.
0: What? No, uh, you're recasting now. Yeah, no, you said you were Chris Rock. Wait, no. Okay, fine. Wait, wait no, I'm I, sorry. I don't get who Wait, no, I am. you're Eddie,
2: you're Eddie. Sorry. Yeah, I'm Eddie. F- I'm up. trying to play devil's advocate here, so I want to be the Eddie here.
0: Okay, so you're, you're Eddie's advocate. I'm Eddie.
2: All right, and Chris Rock has invited me to watch Netflix with Chris. So we're just chilling. We're watching Netflix. We're watching a rom-com, and suddenly this weird scene comes about where, oh, no, in this show, this person hooked up with this person, but then this other person doesn't know, and then they are in a relationship. And then Chris turns to me and says, have you ever been in a weird situation like that? And I'm like, what do I do here? What do I do? Do I lie? Do I say, no, never, or do I I tell – Chris. Yeah. And Chris With, is the
1: new person that's come in. And you right, you guys are Chris hanging like, out one on one? Yeah, without Adam.
0: Then you say, "No, I haven't," because it's not your place to You lie? To say, yes. What? Yeah, if he doesn't if he doesn't know, I'd say yeah. I don't know. Haven't we all? <laughs> Let's watch this movie. I, I think, but, but what I
2: think, if Okay, now now it's a now it's a game of uh, chicken. What if Chris knows? but well Eddie then like chris then then why
1: well, then chris is he playing sucks. these
0: weird little games i'm not gonna yeah, entertain what is going that. on here why is chris rock uh devious like this yeah
1: what is this what is this gotcha journalism you're 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 doing here what is i'm i'm just I'm, saying that sometimes things well, feel weird What if weird? chris actually knew and he was waiting for him to say and then he looks to the gopros that are set up around the room and goes <laughs> gotcha <A> liar <laughs> okay it's, this is crazy so, so
2: i say i say oh uh uh, what? Okay, I'm just gonna play it out. I'm gonna play it out. Actually, actually, Chris, you know, um, weird story. I don't know if you knew, but you know, me and Adam actually have a weird history where I kind of hooked up with Adam, uh, twice, three times. Nothing happened during your relationship. Don't worry, but it kind of happened
1: uh, to us. I hope you don't feel weird about that at all. Hate it, hate it. I, mean, I will say, you know, that's one way to go about it. I think anytime time if you're on the outside of a relationship that you disclose something that will endanger that relationship is a no go. It's
0: up to the people in the relationship to figure that out. Also, I feel like Eddie is just injecting himself into this when it's like you said, it's like not, he is not a factor. He's not a factor Mm. anymore. It's up to them to like him making any kind of call here is, is not in Adam Sandler's best interests. Yeah. I think the only time you really chime in, frankly, It's
1: selfish. Mm. i agree i agree i think you only chime in on a relationship if you think the relationship is bad if you know someone's cheating or if you're the one doing the cheating
0: those are the three times you could chime in and the alternative here the alternative here is if eddie murphy sees a future with adam sandler and mm. really wants to go for it and thinks well this is my shot i know i'm putting their relationship in jeopardy by bringing this up somehow if the awkwardness is spawning from like, I still have feelings for this person, then, you know, shoot your shot. It's it's messy, it's sloppy, but <gasps> maybe you're at a stage and you're like, hey, you know, yeah, well, you're a young person. This is relationships. They should be a little messy. That's how it's going to be. Okay, um, let's let's play that out. I want to say that I, I'm Eddie. You're Jesus You're Adam, right? You're Eddie. I'm Adam Sandler. Okay. Okay. Right, okay. I'm gonna and confess. I, and I'm. Currently in a relationship with Chris Rock. And that right. would be me. Okay. okay.
2: Hello, Adam.
0: Hi. What? Oh, <laughs> Why do you sound like this? Sound uh, oh, uh, hello. <laughs> I'm not hello. doing hello. Chris Ta-ta. Rock voice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've, you know that you, uh, you're in a relationship with um, some other person I won't even mention their yes, name yes but, um, yes Ooh, i'm your that, that best friend go. dude what are you talking about do you Some remember the time do you remember that one
0: night i can't keep team. doing the adam
2: sandler voice I'm okay sorry. sorry remember those three nights that we had together yeah
0: yep three yeah, nights. i
2: really felt a connection and i feel like we really got something going here i feel like i'm we sitting could. right here
1: oh sorry uh, Oh, are you in the room with us i didn't even notice you there i apologize chris rock oh well, I'm, you know, I am your partner, so I would hope to notice when I'm in a
0: room. Sorry, you were crouched behind the plant in the corner. That's why I didn't I see you. Sitting right on the couch. I don't know what you're talking mm. about, but I guess that uh, right.
1: shows how observant you are. It doesn't surprise me, I suppose. Good yes, Andy. But I've always loved you.
0: Huh? Oh, uh, thank you. Look, okay, there's well. two ways it's going to go there. Either there was something magic and Adam is going to say, let's do it. I'm going to I'm going to lose this loser. Where I'm done with this this uh this guy. We're we're good to go or they'll say that's great. I'm in a happy relationship. I'm sorry. The end. So hmm. either way it's going to be um heartbreak for somebody. I can't support it. I can't.
1: It's yeah. it's, it's it's too it's 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 too it's uh, it feels selfish. It feels like
2: Yeah, I think I don't think they can be friends to be honest. Just to even to begin with like
0: it's too messy. Too messy. I mean, it's a messy answer for a messy situation. You'll <laughs> find your way through it. Send us an update. Let us know how it goes. All right.
2: Well, I just took a bite of the mango, so I need somebody else to segue me here.
0: Oh, let's jump into our next question, but first, a word from our sponsor. Hooray. All right, Stephen, we're back. Your
2: turn. All right, here's my question. It comes from our email, hwydpod at gmail.com. It is from somebody named... I'm going to give them an anonymous name. Poseidon. Hey, gang. <laughs> P- Poseidon? Poseidon. I see. Hey, gang. I've got a question about condescension. I'm from Australia and am an atheist. I really look down on religious people hard. <laughs> to be honest... <laughs> I appreciate the honesty, by the way. To be honest, I never want to bring it up, but when someone asks about my religious beliefs, I tell them there is immediately... The stigma of condescension. Yeah, no shit. I'm pretty open about it with people, but never in a rude way. Is it possible to have an open conversation with religious people in a way that's not offensive to them? Or will talking about these topics always be frowned upon? Keep on keeping on. And then they gave the little uh, Longhorns uh, emoji a rock here. rock on. It's a rock on. Rock on. Also rock on. Uh, yeah. So I, I chose this question because I actually um, definitely think about this a lot. In fact, I think, a lot of, I think about it more even now that I'm in California, which tends to be uh, more of a liberal, a liberal state that has yeah. um, less religious people out here. And I come from a conservative background in terms of my religious beliefs. So I am somebody who uh, prescribes to the Christian faith. It's actually yeah. the most important thing in my life. And so I've had to had I've had, what, hundreds of conversations with people who are very skeptical of the things that I believe. Um, and it's, it's actually something that just like slapped me in the face even when I mo- first moved out here. I remember yeah. being in a meeting and I don't know if you guys remember this. It was an unscripted meeting led by our old boss. And he told everybody that I was a Christian, I think. Or something like like he, I don't know what the word is, didn't quote, quote, out me, but he like was like in a meeting, who here's a Christian? And then, you know, as somebody who prescribes to that belief, but, you know, it was a brainstorm, but I was like, okay, I'm going to raise my hand here. But I was the only one in the room who raised my hand. And so I felt really awkward, but yeah. that's just kind of how it goes, right? I'm not going to be ashamed of my beliefs. Anyway, it was very awkward because then I did feel like there was this judgment coming on me. Which I've seen, I kind of see in your uh, in Poseidon's email as somebody who looks down on religious people
1: hard. Yeah, where do you see that, Stephen? Is it (laughs) he has no uh, kind of like pleasantries couched in the statement before I really look down on religious people hard? (laughs)
2: That goes, which is really hard because they say I'm "I'm open about it with people, but never in a rude way. So uh, that's interesting. Anyway, all that to say, I think that there are very healthy ways to have conversations around beliefs without looking down on other people. Um, First of all, it just requires a little bit of something that, you know, it's called empathy. Try to put yourself in their shoes. What is the thing that is driving their life's motives? What is the thing that they hold on to and cherish? You know, for me, my Christian values are actually what, Give me a perspective of the world. They help define my actions. They help me uh, have my moral compass, and it's the like the guiding decision of my life. So it's very important to me. But I also acknowledge that if somebody else does not believe that, that doesn't mean that you know I'm going to condemn them for it. I just want to understand where they're coming from, and I think it's it's a fun conversation to have. Like, what drives you? That's a fun way to frame it, you know? It doesn't yeah. have to be like, yeah. do you believe this thing that God created the world? Well, what evidence is there of that? What evidence is there of other things? You know, there's, like, it all... That's something that if you want to get in the scientific route about it, you can, but um, I think it's understanding that, truthfully, I would say nobody understands the mysteries of the world and, and their origins. Like, it's impossible. None of us were there. So... Um. Yeah. I mean, that's my takeaway. I think I I was rambling a little bit. I just think the way to have the conversation is to to try to understand where somebody else is coming from, what's important to them and really listening.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, I agree with you in that it's, it's empathy is like the number one way to, to approach it in that when someone has a belief, especially when it's around religion, I often try not to think whether or not I believe that whether or not I think that belief is true or not. I just look at what does that belief mean to them? And like, how does it help guide or shape their life? And whether or not I believe it's true or not, if that thing is something that is very positive in their life and has, you know, yielded great results and made them a better person, then who am I to say whether it's right or wrong? It doesn't really matter what I think because it's a belief, it's a personal thing. Uh, So that's kind of how I've always approached that. Yeah. Yeah. It's And, like, I guess, what is this person's question about? It's like.
0: It sounds like they're, it's sort of interesting because they're, a lot of times when it comes to people being condescending about other people's beliefs, they're usually not this self-aware. No. (laughs) This person is like. It's funny as hell. Hi, I'm pretty condescending when it comes to me. Like, off to a great start that you're able Mm -hmm. to recognize that. Um, I am a stone-cold atheist, but I don't ever I know plenty of people who are also atheist or agnostic who are a-holes and not great people. I know religious people who are a-holes and not great people. I know religious people who are wonderful people, I know uh sort of like spiritual people. All across the spectrum. No matter what pool of belief you're looking at, there's going to be uh, good people and bad people. Uh, people, mm-hmm. great people who you don't get along with, people you do. It 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 really all just comes down to uh, tolerance and yeah. Not in the sense like I'm tolerating you, but in the sense that like you have to respect where other people are coming from. Uh, I don't know. It's it, 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 I, I, like growing up. I I have a lot of my good friends were. V- you know varying shades of religious or uh non-religious and i had one friend who um was very intolerant and everyone kind of stopped speaking to that person um and then i had other friends who were extremely religious and we still get along to this day um so it's sort of a weird thing to hang your hat on um yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a weird thing to to circle around. I, I don't know. Uh, like Stephen said, I think was a good point. It's like looking at how they use it to guide their uh, sort of why they're rooted in it. I think is really interesting. Because um, like me being not a religious person does not mean that I'm not like spiritual. I think. Yeah they like, I have this weird, quiet respect for, for just, uh, the, uh, things, you know, <laughs> like nature, uh, everyday minutia that I would say borders on like spiritual. It's not, it's not, um, I don't, I don't think atheism means like, uh, fuck it all, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not like a. It's not a lack of, maybe, I guess maybe it does mean a lack of belief. I, look, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm also rambling here because it's a, it's a topic to ramble <laughs> about. Yeah, it um, is. There's a windy road right there. Yeah. Uh, well, that, I think
2: that's yeah. the, sorry, I'll just chime in real quick about that, um, is a lot of these things we don't, we haven't really processed out loud a bunch Uh, And I think that's also good and okay. It's good to like let people like get to how they feel by saying it out loud. And Mm -hmm. sometimes, uh, sometimes it may take some time, but if you can just be understanding and listen and yeah, it'll, you know, you'll get there. Yeah.
1: true. I think if also you kind of focus on like I statements, like I believe and not, trying to prove the other person wrong because i don't think it should be in a uh, in a place where like we are we've we're at an area where we can no longer say things to each other if we disagree i feel like that's not yeah. how the human race moves forward um but there's a way to disagree and not be condescending and i i think that that largely comes from stating your opinion and what you believe without you know using that as a way to prove the other person wrong a lot of times i feel like when these conversations get a little bit dicey is when like if the atheist is very militant and they'll be like, let me pull up topsoil evidence to show you that none of that stuff happened. (laughs) Mm -hmm, You know, it's mm -hmm. just like, that's when it becomes like, what are you, what are you doing, man? Like, I think we're talking about a concept much more than, um, you know, hard, you know, hard evidence. And I think that's when it gets a little dicey.
2: Yeah. And I brought this question up because this is like something that I am constantly dealing with. I feel like most people I've talked to, um, I felt the most respected when they just tried to, um, see like there's two kinds of questions you can ask. You can ask questions to try to like prove somebody wrong, or you can ask questions to understand them. And I felt the most respected when it was more like, okay, let me try to understand where you're coming from before I uh, express my own beliefs. But like, you know, I really appreciate my relationships and friendships with people who don't prescribe to the same beliefs that I do. Because it challenges my understanding of the world. Like, just because something I believe when I was born doesn't mean it should be true or shouldn't be true, right? We're constantly changing and growing. So I like to be challenged. And I like to, like, challenge my own beliefs. And, you know, I have doubts about my own... Uh, really, oh, my rice is going off right now. You guys hear that? Oh, he
0: didn't like that. JC what didn't like that? like that. Playing a little <laughs> tune for you? Uh,
2: I lost my train of thought. But, yeah, that's that's where I'm coming from.
0: One other thing... Uh, that I've always ascribed to that really helps me uh, get through life is that um, uh, I don't expect any other human to uh, by default respect my beliefs. (laughs) Like, I try to do that to other people uh, to a a degree, but I, I don't know. I don't think I think you're going to be a yeah. lot happier with things if you understand that you cannot expect or that expectation on other people is is kind of unfair. Just worry about yourself, I guess. Right.
2: Um, I don't know if I'll it's say. good to say overtly that <laughs> I look down on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the sentence that I think that needs to be a little bit addressed here is I really look down on religious people hard. And I would say hard to makes me maybe yeah, that's, that's, help uh, yeah, yeah. a little bit is to kind of separate the person from their beliefs. And I know that can be hard because it's like, it's all intertwined in, in their being and their consciousness. But, you know, um, I, I really believe that all humans have uh, have value and deserve respect, a, base, a baseline level respect. And um, just because I don't agree with them doesn't mean I look down on them. And I think that's, It's good practice to not look down on people just because you disagree with them, uh, even if it's over something as important or unimportant as religious beliefs. Well, Shane, by default, looks down on people.
0: Oh, very, very funny. What do you say? Because he's eight feet tall. I'm not eight feet tall. I don't know where we landed there. You know, look, talk. Just talk to people. Talk to people. Mm. Maybe it inspires you to go have some conversations with people. Great. Cool. Sweet. Yeah. Our final question. Hey, guys, I love your podcast, and congratulations on the success with Watcher. My question is, I'm about to start taking my driver's license soon. I assume they mean driver's license. Driver's test, yeah. But I have never driven a car before, and I'm terrified of the traffic. What's your advice Mm. for driving in traffic and how to handle the anxiety slash stress that comes with driving for the first time? Uh, That Mm. is from um, uh, Turbula. Turbula. Turbula or Turbula? Turbula. Turb. Turb. turb T-U-R-B-U-L-A. Turbo. Like turbo. Tur- like uh, turbo, yes. Uh, yeah. w- uh, I picked this because I feel like everyone has some good learning to drive stories. And I, one, I would like to hear what you guys have and what sort of uh, lessons you've learned in the driving realm. Well, I
1: find that when I'm in traffic listening to a podcast, like here's what you do. Uh, calms me down
0: and you're talking um, to the audio version not watching the video <laughs> version on youtube sl- youtube.com i'm talking about yeah listening
1: to the audio version on spotify apple music or google Podcasts, or whatever apple music audio. we're not on apple music isn't it, is it not apple apple Podcasts? is that what it is yeah this is not music to your ears is it not oh it's i don't even i don't have music apple music is it not in the same interface no it's in a podcast
0: podcast interface it's in itunes (laughs) (laughs) it's in
1: podcast i use i use podcast but on the desktop it's
0: on itunes if you're listening to your podcasts on your desktop computer i'm
1: on spotify music podcasts all in the same place pretty pretty convenient
0: anyway Anyway. hey do you guys do do you think anybody (laughs) watches our videos on google glass remember those cool glasses Sick. (laughs) yeah do that when you're frying some eggs or something <laughs> i saw i saw one guy wearing those in like when did those come out like 2008 or something i saw a guy in yeah. the mall wearing a google glass i was like that guy looks like a dipshit he looked dumb <laughs> as hell you yes hello that? i'm from the future why is he wearing that in the mall too
1: yeah what is he doing he thinks he's uh, tony stark he's gonna ask like he's gonna ask them the cross-reference sales at different stores
0: i would cool, like actually. one pretzel with cheese dip let me compute how much sales reasons. tax there should be on that. <laughs> um, uh, I I picked this. I'll tell you a driving uh, thing. They sound like... They're, they're saying questions about traffic, but it sounds like they're just nervous about driving in general because they're about well, to take the, lessons. The advice for driving in traffic would be nice, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, and we'll get to that. But mm. uh, driving in general, I want you to know that it is a slight learning curve. And I actually i'll tell you this this is a exclusive I, i've probably told this story but i failed my driver's test the first time i went to get my uh license <laughs> loser um is that because
1: you suck or because the tests suck or <laughs> what's the, it's the good you suck
0: <laughs> i actually consider myself a very good driver um, I, I failed my driver's
1: test the first time too
0: though did you so. really
1: is it also because you suck, or oh, Steven. The test sucked. Nasty. It sounds like steven has think... got some settles to score. Oh, I definitely uh, beefed it hard on that first test.
0: Uh, uh, I I used to drive um, when I, it was my dad's car in high school. It was a, a Bronco, a Ford Bronco two, which wow. was a hell of a car. Uh, I loved it. And when I went to go t- take my test, um, I was waiting at the DMV. It was like. 110 degree day and this cranky guy got into the bronco and he said oh i hope you got air conditioning and i said it's actually broken and he said oh. he said <laughs> and i was like oh no it's not no it's really it's actually broken and he was like are you fucking kidding me And I said, <laughs> uh nope <laughs> so he was like okay Let's start, take a left out of here. So we started the test. Um, and I don't remember all of the things that went wrong. There were a couple, though, and every single one of them was just him not really communicating things. I remember at one point he said, pull over here on the side of the street. So I just parked on the side of the street. And he was like, that's how you're going to park? And I was like, oh, you, th- just, you just said to pull over. And he was like, I meant to do like a, you know, a, like a parallel parking, but there were no yeah. other cars on the street. So I was like, Oh, I I can do that if you need me to. And he was like, no, just keep going. And I was like, okay. So at a certain point, halfway through this test, I was like, this guy hates me. This is never going to happen. Um, and then toward the end of the test, he was like, okay, take a right in here. We're almost done. And I put my signal on, took a right. And he said, are you going to use your signal even once during this test? And I was like, I've been using it the whole time, dude. And he was like, well, I can't hear it. Uh, (laughs) So uh, we pulled in and he was like, I don't think you're ready for this. Come back after you got a little more time behind the wheel. (laughs) And I was like, this this is unbelievable. Uh, Because I am a very good driver. Then there's a part two to this that is very thrilling. I went back a couple weeks later, as soon as I was able to. I spent no more time practicing because I was like, I'm a perfect driver. That guy was an a-hole. I'm ready to ace this thing. Um, And I got in the, I was waiting in the line for the person to get in. Person got in and started like filling out some paperwork. And meanwhile, in the parking lot, uh, there was an old man who had just taken the test and was in a car. And this old man (laughs) backed out of his, um, parking space at approximately i don't know 35 miles per hour and there was a woman with a child and the woman threw her child out of the way and tried to jump out of the way of the car she fell on the ground the car rolled over her legs and continued and and i just i was the person next to me in the car was still <laughs> filling out this form, and I was like, "Oh boy!" <laughs> oh, <laughs> and the person was like, "What?" I was like, "That lady just got run over to my car." <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, <he> was, <laughs> and the instructor was like, "Oh, oh my god!" And they got out and went to check on the lady, and they were like, "You stay here, otherwise, you know, I would have checked on the lady." The lady yeah. was fine. Uh, How? I don't know. The car rolled Is that over some kind of her like leg. Physics thing? Like maybe because I mean, of like the speed. There were... I mean, th- people tended to her. There were, like, EMTs there and stuff. How were so her they- bones not immediately There's no crushed. way she
2: was fine.
0: I don't know. She was... Uh, maybe it just rolled over. I don't know. All I know is the lady was up and walking by the time we got back. But, That's insane. That lady's so, a freaking... She's from Skynet. That's like a people, T-1000. People started tending to her, and um, the the instructor got back in my car, and they're like, okay, uh, let's get this test going and i was like yeah and as soon as we got out on the road i was like i mean i don't want to lie to you i'm a little shaken up by what happened back there and the person was like i don't blame you so already i was like oh i got this in the bag whatever i do here were you actually um, shaken up were you just using that no i i mean i was yeah i was definitely using it a little you bit you son I mean, of a gun <laughs> yeah. Like I this was This lady teen. has two wooden legs now, a, and you're like using it for pity sociopath, points. You know, um, <laughs> uh, she was fine. She was okay. You um, <laughs> want to throw up? I'm really shaken up by what happened. But uh, yeah, and then we got back uh, at at the end of the test. I nailed it. I did great. And the instructor was like, "Well, at least you didn't run anybody over." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I, I agree." And oh then I got my gosh. license. That's good. Um, so, I guess the point is try not to run anybody over and back out of parking spaces at you know a very slow speed uh that man who ran over the lady i think got his license revoked uh hopefully. i would hope so i hope so if he's, he's out there turning people
1: into pancakes
0: yeah you might want to get him off the road she was she was up she looked fine i i swear the car ran over her la- and it happened in the blink of an eye so maybe Maybe she cleared the tires? I couldn't tell. It looked I guys, swear to God I, it
1: ran over her legs. How do you feel about people getting driving tests? You have to renew when you renew your license, you have to retake the driver's test.
0: I mean, at a certain age, I think it's probably a good idea.
1: Probably right. Yeah. I agree, yeah. Cuz I was in California, I had backed to... into my car while ooh, I was parked. Ooh. Just just backed up and kept backing up and I was like, hmm, "He's getting really close." And I I just got in my car. And I thought There's n- he's in a parking lot. Obviously, he's going to check behind him yeah. for another car. That's and he just kept going until he hit me. And I was like, "Oh, well, that sucks. Um, I guess I'll get out now." And then I got out, and he was not even aware he had hit me. But well, my- that was the oh, other thing. No. That
0: Bumper was the was other. Off. Oh, that was the other detail I forgot. Uh, horrifying. Uh, after the man rolled over that lady and. His car went into some bushes. He got out and he was he was laughing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So he was clearly not well and, you know, probably shouldn't have been uh, driving. Um, what was he saying? Oh, holy he shit, like, Herbert. You he he really like, did it this time. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and like slapping his thighs. was a gruesome scene. It was very uh, Lynchian. I didn't did he care know more. that he had run over a woman? I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. I hope sure. not. I hope he didn't yeah. know. Jesus Christ. Um, it was a gruesome day. Uh, but again, everyone walked away, so thank goodness. Um, I can't believe and, she walked away. There's no way her legs got run over. Maybe there's not. No it, might be, it might be, be that my whole advantage like, point. superhuman
2: strength thing. Like when you have
1: a, protecting a baby, and you just get superhuman strength. Perhaps. Does that apply maybe. to your bones? Because her bones should have been like vaporized by that car. Like there's no way that car is rolling over Two bones and not breaking one of them instantly that's crazy to me
0: let's see car ran over me on medium.com <laughs> uh no this is too long let's see could it be some run, kind of like physics weight distribution thing there like what the actual like how much mass and not break it um it sounds like it might maybe it ran over her well Ugh, I don't even want to think about it. That sounds. Yeah,
1: depending on the surface area, maybe the, the power, like the actual Newtons were distributed in a way that was like not fully on
0: the bone. But even still, man, I don't know. Maybe it just got her foot a little bit or something. Or again, <laughs> I was at a vantage point where I was in a car. Like from my view, I could see her and I could see the car. It looked like it ran over her legs. The person ran out there, but it could have been sort of an optical illusion. If it didn't run over her legs, she just narrowly avoided it
1: um, okay
0: that's cool. well it's either it did
1: or she's a terminator and was sent by skynet could be and mm-hmm. i don't think the second part is true could be you never know you never know
0: you never know anyway uh,
1: i want to say, how, i want to get some advice oh wait no ryan you had a story about your failures oh it's pretty simple yeah, i was driving uh i the test was going pretty damn well to be honest about like three quarters of the way through the test and he was like all right hang a right over here and uh I think I was first off. I was super nervous the entire time. I was very much white knuckling the entire time. <laughs> I worked myself up for these kinds of things. You just gripping the wheel. I was just gripping it at fucking like uh, what the hell is it, like nine and nine and three? Is that where you're supposed to be? I ten forget. and two. Ten oh, Did they two, change
0: ten. it to nine and three? It's, I thought it was I ten for
1: changing. Yeah, who knows? You know what I, I do Either way, six. I was, I was gripping it. I, just I do six. zero. I just drive no hands. <laughs> uh, I had a friend I, who would always drive with his knees. Yeah. I, uh, well, you're not supposed... You shouldn't do that. Right? Dangerous. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I was really gripping that wheel tight. And I was like, oh, wow, I've made it through all the way. And I, I haven't made any mistakes. And you know, like when you kind of like in a video game, and it's a really hard level and you're like almost finally beating it. And you start to really like analyze every step you take after that. That's kind of what was happening here. And he was like, hang on right, right here. And I just really did not let off the gas that much. And I just like made the right and fully went into the other lane of traffic, oh. uh, on this right. And I knew once I had done it, it was an immediate fail. And he, I just heard, okay, take <laughs> us back to the DMV. And I was like, God damn it. And I was so angry. And of course the entire way back to the DMV, flawless driving, flawless it was like it was like we were floating rather than rolling on the pavement. It was
0: too late. It was too um, late. But
1: that's the problem with driving, right? Like you can make one mistake and it'll
2: change your life forever. So
1: that is true. That's true. I think it's good
2: that you but, failed but I, it.
1: I guess the point of the story is you just got to relax. You got to relax about it. Enjoy the art of driving. Driving is a fun thing. It's a privilege. Driving's driving's a blast.
0: Um, it's the, you, it's the greatest. Just,
1: it's one of the greatest things you could do. And uh, just enjoy that. And just don't put so much weight on it. Also remember. I messed up, had an instant fail. Within two weeks, I was back. I was, Same. I was, you know, trying trying it again, and yeah. uh, that's an important thing to remember. If you mess up, you could easily take the test right away, and you're eventually going to get your license. You're not going to never get your license.
0: True. Um, and yeah. traffic, unless is, what?
2: Wait for unless my advice. Oh, unless shit. you don't. Well, and I mean, instead okay, you okay. wait. For self-driving cars to become the norm, then you'll never have to get your license. Just wait; it's it'll come. Just wait. I don't the, want self-driving you're cars, young, man. Twenty twenty-five. Yeah, so but Ryan, think about chill.
0: it. The thing, the thing is, though, these self-driving cars are going to be like little living rooms that you can enjoy.
2: Oh, that sounds so nice.
0: That's you can true. Your but magazines in them, in your yeah, al- but your the, almonds. the the
1: ethical inquiries that are going to come up of like, who do you save—the driver or the crowd full of children that you're going to run into? you know the driver what it, <laughs> so you just barrel over <laughs> all five of those children turn them into bowling pins
0: this did happen recently uh, someone someone yeah. was killed by a driverless car I think it's the only time I think it's only happened once um, yeah, but crazy. when you think yeah. about it I think think about what the trade-off is though think of how many people die as a result of human error you know, that's yeah. something to think about there it is something to think about but I
1: feel like We will be harsher critics of robotic drivers than we would be of a human driver for whatever reason. Unfortunately, and whereas like a human makes an error, it's the answer is not, oh no more humans driving cars. A robo car kills somebody. I could all of a sudden it's like all robo cars are bad. So like I just don't know if we're ever going to get over that like paradigm.
0: I mean, but I would want one personally because then if my car did that. It's like, well, hey, I can sleep at night. It's just my yeah. car. Yeah. Um, I remember one time... Yeah, I, <laughs> I remember yeah, one time... I was just time, watching Dexter's Laboratory reruns on YouTube. <laughs> What's it to me? Have you ever had that thing where you, like, hit something with your car? Like, maybe, I don't know, maybe there's, like, um, like a stick on the road or something, and you hear yeah, a voice, yeah. and you're like, oh, my God, did I just hit... Did you I just you know, over a lady's legs? A dog or a <laughs> roll over a lady's legs. <laughs> that happened to me once, I mean... Sometimes you'll hear a noise, and you'll be like, What was that? And then you'll look in the rear view and there's nothing there. And you're like, Oh, okay. But there was one time when I remember hearing like a particularly loud thunk. And yeah. I was like, And it it got, it was loud enough that I stopped the car and was like, I had like my hands on the wheel and was like, Oh, it was like that scene in Hereditary." <laughs> oh, no. Where I like got out and looked and there was nothing there. I was like, Oh, thank God. I thought I had like hit a, you know, a, a dog or a, a, a toddler or something. And it yeah, was fine. Yeah. There was nothing out there, but if it was a robot car, who mm. cares? It's the robot's fault. That's great. What if it kills you? Well, then I guess I don't care either. Cause I don't exist anymore. Oh, um, that is I'm not, pulled. would be dead. Good loophole. Sweet, mm-hmm. sweet, sweet relief. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't want it to do that to me. But if you
1: die going out, like watching a film, eating popcorn while on the open road. Yeah. That's the dream right there. You put the top down, put some road behind you while watching, You know, I don't know, uh Back to the Future or something, eating some popcorn. You die that way. Yeah. You could say I died doing what I loved.
0: Part of it, though, is if it is self-driving, you could probably be in the center of the vehicle. They probably have better safety. Oh, that'd be things. nice. Yeah. Think about Man. that, because I, I bet the... I bet it's something about where the the driver's seat is. It seems like it would be more vulnerable than if you were. For you know, sure.
1: Yeah, or you go like it like there, recesses right? down into like a little Batman thing. You know when he goes into like the tumbler. Oh,
0: into the little pod. The yeah. And he
1: goes into like like the little the little armory mode.
0: Whew. Do you remember the opening night when that happened?
1: Oh, when he got when the car is like severely damaged yeah. and it starts yeah. shaking and people are like, like, "What's like, happening?" Is how's, the car he having he like get a, out a this? seizure? and then yeah. he pops out on the motorcycle and the voice goes i got
0: goodbye i got goosebumps i got goosebumps right now just thinking about it
1: i wanted to throw my popcorn at the screen that's how excited i was holly. the entire theater was just 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 it's a, a, a ru- eruption of
0: applause it was amazing and then it does that thing like 5 minutes later where it like goes up a wall and the wheel oh, like yeah. turns around he goes I still up a wall turns around What's
1: and then falls down that also got a standing ovation in the theater it's crazy incredible lots of applause breaks in the dark Knight. one of my favorite yeah. movie screenings of all time midnight i mean that back that act
0: nothing beats i know that movie's got like some pacing issues and people have their their nitpicks with that movie at large but yeah that whole sequence is oh. it's fantastic there's also anyway. the part when he
1: comes out of the alleyway and the, <laughs> and the wheels like and it's a yeah what is that what's
0: going on it's amazing it's so good Anyway, driving is fun. Be re- be responsible. Be vigilant. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to bring it back. I don't know. Traffic is Batman not that is ass. not that
1: scary either. Traffic is actually weirdly soothing in a weird way. Yeah. This pandemic has made me miss traffic. Strangely no. enough, no, because that's a time no. where I listen to my yep, no, yep, no. Yep, no. yep, yep.
0: Steven, it's, you can't dumb take, tell him Brian. what he... You can't tell him dumb what he take.
1: I look down on you hard for that take. Oh, yeah? Well, I, I and I look down... Uh, I look up at you and smile while you're looking down at me, knowing it's a great take. <laughs> the thing that's is, good. is that uh, traffic, to me, I didn't realize it back in the, in, the, in the day, but there's a part of me that actually misses the traffic and the commute because it kind of, like, reset my brain. It's where I would listen to my podcast, my good music, and it's just kind of like a reset between work and home for me that's how it's that's that's what it did for me and I didn't realize that until now
2: do you want some traffic I can use some traffic Whoa, shit that sounds like a threat on the basketball court on your yeah. way to the rim I'll destroy you
0: all right. Well, I think we've given some good advice here today. Uh, Stephen, you didn't have any driving advice. You said to wait. Okay. Till no, I didn't have advice. My advice is
2: just um, take it step by step. Start on you know slow streets, then go to bigger streets, than highways. Yeah. You know, and yeah. just don't do anything that's gonna, that's going to be freaking you out too much. But
1: it's okay.
0: You'll be fine. I mean, I you like, gotta get I like used to to the highway because when you think about it, life is a highway uh, in many ways. Wow. Oh, Jesus Christ. Something to think about. Well, um, uh, If you'd like to submit questions for future episodes, as we said, swing on by hwydpod at gmail.com or submit over at our oh. Patreon. That's patreon.com slash watcher. Um, and like we said, swing Ryan, on what's by going on with your camera here?
2: What
1: are yo, you doing? What are doing? you doing, dude? I'm just Readjusting looking my at eyes, you. <sighs> You're what? my computer sitting on my thighs i'm just readjusting i'm like have my computer kind of like leaning on my belly and my thighs because i'm laying down
0: okay well that i think does it for this week uh thanks for listening (laughs) we'll see you and watching guys oh yeah bye everybody see ya